If you're in the UK, good evening. If you're in the US or Canada, good afternoon. And if you happen to be in Japan or Australia, good morning. There you go. There you go. And approximately. Konnichiwa, <laughs> Mr. Canada Dry. Oh, dear. And approximately one hour, final battle is about to kick off. So, guess what? We're going to do the pre show. Intern, let's do that intro, shall we? I must remember to turn my headphones down when that kicks off. (laughs) And that, of course, is our friend, uh, Ladder Matt, uh, who provides uh, a lot of our uh, intro music. That is awesome. I like that. I'm a fan. Mm, Absolutely. And, of course, it's Saturday night, guys. I am, of course, the magician. And I'm also joined by my amazing co-host. I am the effing expert, Mr. Isaacs. Welcome to the Magic of Wrestling podcast. We got a third man here. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. I'm that patron saint of professional wrestling. I'm the founder of FN Wrestling. I'm Canada Dry, damn it. There you oh, go. Yeah. Always gets you every single time. Guys, are we excited for Final Battle in just under an hour? Oh, yeah. It should be exciting. Absolutely. So this I mean, is their essentially Ring of Honor's WrestleMania. Yeah, you yep. could say that. Yeah, it's always the biggest show of the year. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So before we get into obviously the breakdown of the matches, we're going to talk about a little bit of news, which there's two things people want to see tonight. We're going to discuss that. And then there's one like long term. It'll make sense. So the first thing obviously people want to see tonight is something to do with this TV deal. Now, obviously, Tony Khan's teased this for a while, but Mr. Isaacs, I'll start with you on this one. Do you think some sort of TV deal needs to be put in place for 2023? Yeah, I definitely think they need something. I mean, they need a regular show. I mean, it, it, doing these uh, two or three little special pay-per-views throughout the year, I mean, they're fine shows, but like they need an actual weekly product so they can actually have a coherent product that makes sense. Um, I would like to see, personally, I'd kind of like to see a streaming deal, but uh, you know, I, I assume he's trying to pick up a regular traditional television network. I'm just not sure who's biting on Ring of Honor at this point. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of dry your thoughts. I don't think they're going to announce anything this weekend. Um, I think it's coming up, but it's not quite there. It's not quite ready. So I guess I think we're going to be waiting a little bit longer. Yeah, I think that it's going to be announced before 2023, for my opinion. Because they can't, they're like limping in into 2023 then. But hey, we'll see. I mean, well, as, long as, script- they, as long as they get it uh, going before the next pay per view to really yeah. get that rolling, I think there's fine. And we know Tony Khan doesn't like to do surprises because he gets too excited and he can't hold it in. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> guys, guess what? There's a surprise. Guess what? <laughs> I, I don't think he's going to just spring on everybody. He's going to be like, guys, I got a really big announcement. I'm going to make it tomorrow night. I can't wait. Yeah, we shall uh, definitely see, but I think, yeah, I, I agree with what Aaron said there. I think we'll get some before the year's out, but it won't be tonight, so we shall definitely see. The next one people want to see is, and I was a bit surprised with this, kind of dry, I'll start with you on this, a certain someone called Nigel McGuinness. People want to see him here tonight. What do you reckon? I don't know. Like, I never heard anything about this, but you never know. Anything can happen. But I, I, I honestly don't want to see anyone, honestly. Um, the, the AEW Ring of Honor um, roster is too bloated already. We don't need anyone else. Right. Okay. Uh, Mr. Isaac, your thoughts? Well, I think if Nigel did come in, it would be in a commentary role. Like, I, I don't think he's, you know, with his hepatitis issue, I don't think he's medically able to wrestle. Um, I always thought he did really well as a commentator uh, when he did commentary for, uh, I think he did NXT UK for a while. Um, you know, he, he's good at that role. I, I wouldn't mind seeing him come in and join the broadcast booth. Yeah, that's I, 
as you mentioned there, it was it was NXT UK. I can't remember exactly which one he was the commentator on, but I thought he did an amazing job. But this kind of like leads into a segue, you know, for the next one, which is what people want to see long term is keeping it different to AEW. So like having their own identity, Mr. Isaacs, I'll start with you on this one. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think they should stick to the original formula of Ring of Honor, kind of more traditional, kind of uh, technical wrestling, not so much over-the-top stuff, uh, kind of a sport-like presentation that Ring of Honor had for several years. I thought that worked really well, and I think that works really well for a developmental league as well, uh, because if you look at NXT during their best years, they had a presentation like that. OVW had a presentation like that when they produced some megastars for the WWE. It's like you just keep it simple. You let people do the fundamentals, pick the cream of the crop, and then put them on the bigger show. I think that's what we should do with Ring of Honor. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of dry thoughts. Um, yeah, I think it really needs to be uh, AEW's uh, NXT. Um, to really make AEW successful as well, because uh, it actually makes having it being the NXT developmental of of uh, AEW actually bumps up AEW a bit, and it it, it, it kind of makes AEW more special, and it uh, it it makes ROH its own thing. I have a question for you, uh, okay. Liam. What flavor candy do you have in your mouth right now? It's a cough sweet. Sorry. Is it is it lemon? Um, I'm not going to do it because we we'll probably get flagged. But it's called Jakeman's throat and chest. It's just a cough sweep. Sorry. Oh, why would that? Why would that get us flagged? <laughs> you never know oh, these days. Come on now. <laughs> okay. Uh, there you go. I can see them. There nice. we go. <laughs> okay. So if you guys want to, if you guys want to sponsor us, we'll have you. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'll do one next week. There you go. Send it Sounds to me. Good. I'd be more than happy to put one in my mouth next week. Candy, that is okay. So, we'll uh, move on to the actual uh, zero hour. So, we've got four matches on the card. And we'll hey, it just reminds me, kind of dry. Are we having a bet this time again? We are. This is bet time Ooh. between the magician and that bubbly son of a bitch. Nice. Oh, dear. Right. So, we'll uh, get into the matches then. And then, what's the lose we have to pay for the other person's pay per view? So last time you beat me at Ring of Honor, I had to pay, mm-hmm. per, pay for your pay-per-view. And so I want my pay-per-view paid for this time. So we're going to have to keep this going between me and you. You got to oh, put yeah. the amortization to use, can to draw. Start slinging out some pay-per-view subscriptions. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, rambling on, let's get into the uh, matches. So the first match is Willow Nightingale versus Trish Adora. Obviously, I'm not familiar with Trisha Dora, but Mr. Isaacs, I'll start. What's your thoughts on this match? Yeah, I'm not going to pretend I know who Trisha Dora is because I have no clue. <laughs> so I, I think that's a pretty clear sign that Willow Nightingale, who's an actual member of the AEW roster, is going to go over here. Yeah, absolutely. That kind of dry. Trisha Dora sounds like, um, um, I guess, uh, She-Ra's... Uh, other identity, she's turning into Shira. <laughs> so, yeah, Willow Nightingale gets that big old W. Yeah, I think we're all in agreement. This one, I mean, not many people know who Trisha Dora is, but I'm not expecting a big match. But I think Willow's gonna go out there, so I think we're all in agreement. So you're on marking that one. me down between me and you, right? Just we've, got, sure. we've got the We've got the video. We did it we last time. Proof, we, have a video. we don't need We're to write good, this man. We can, we can watch it. <laughs> we can hold uh, you accountable. We got video proof here. There you go. There you go. Right. Uh, and him too. And him too. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the next match is um, the Kingdom versus Top Flight. I've got to be honest. I feel like this should have been on the main show because I feel like this would be a good, good match. But kind of dry your thoughts. Well, wait, what? Me and, I was getting fruitcake. Can you say that again? Uh, so anyway, um, Top Flight versus the Kingdom is the next match. Now I thought oh. this should have been on the actual. I thought this should have been on the actual show. This but- is a good match. Mm. Um, I think the Kingdom needs something to really get over here. So I'm going to go with the Kingdom on this one. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Mr. Isaacs. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I think the Kingdom's going over here. I think the Kingdom is going to be a uh, prominent heel faction in the Ring of Honor brand, so I, I don't see them losing here. No. Yeah, I think the same as well. I think the Kingdom is a good faction. I think they need it. I think they will be a big part of Ring of Honor moving forward. I do expect a good, good match, but we shall see. Mind the Kingdom. The Kingdom it is. Kingdom it is. That's a full house for the Kingdom. Right, so next match we've got is... Daddy Magic and Cool Hand versus Shinobi Shadow Squad. That's a mouthful to say that, but <laughs> Mr. Isaacs, your thoughts? <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, I'll probably go with uh, Shinobi Shadow Squad, I guess. Uh, is one of those guys cheeseburgers? I, I don't really. One of them looks like cheeseburger. Is it cheeseburger? Uh, I have no idea. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I think yeah. it is. Possibly. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I'm going to go with them. That sounds like the best answer here. <laughs> oh, dear. Hey, kind of dry. Shinobi Shadow Squad? All no, I can think of is Sega! <laughs> Sega! <laughs> um, uh, but I, I want to go with uh, Cool Hand Luke and Daddy Magic because I know who they are. Yeah. I think it's one of them where it's like... Solid logic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna say Cool Hand and uh, Daddy Magic. I mean, I don't know the other two, but hey, I was. I feel like this pay per view on predictions has absolutely screwed everybody up because nobody actually knows. What oh, this, this, this is this is a tough one. Yeah. Um, I mean, when they don't I have a weekly product, you know, it's like how do you, <laughs> how do you guess where they're going when there's like currently nowhere to go? Uh, right, so the next match is, and it's not put the image on here because I could not find it. It is Jeff Cobb versus Mascara Dorado. I hope I've said that right. Oh, uh, it's kind of... El Dorado, the or Lince Dorado that used to be in WWE, right? I think that's uh, it. But, yeah, but yeah. for some reason it's not put the image up, but kind of dry your thoughts on this match. Interesting, Jeff Cobb just comes out of nowhere to be on the pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's like it's like uh, Tony Khan's like, hey Jeff Cobb, you want to be on the pre-show? All right, come on down. <laughs> it's like, oh dear. Was was Jeff Cobb part of uh, Ring of Honor? He was. He was. Yeah. I I always forget that he was. So, but who do you reckon? I mean, well, I'm going Jeff Cobb on this one. <laughs> yeah, uh, kind of, uh, Mr. Isaacs. Yeah, I, I, I always like Dorado. I think he's a talented guy. Jeff Cobb's going to squash him. I mean, it's going to be a Jeff Cobb squash match. Jeff Cobb was a pretty big deal in Ring of Honor a couple of years ago, and he's he's had a pretty good run in New Japan as well. Um, I, I think Cobb is going to be one of those guys that they're going to use quite a bit at the top of the card. Jeff Cobb, because he's in New Japan. He could be. I mean, yeah. who knows? Yeah, he's currently in New Japan. Yeah. But, yeah, I think Jeff Cobb, I mean, but I think this is one of their matches where it could, go, could be a shocker. Who knows? We shall definitely see. I guess it depends on their plans for Dorado moving forward. Exactly, exactly. Right, so that's obviously the zero hour, as they call it. But let's get to the main card. So the first match is Mercedes Martinez versus a Athena. Now, let me get my notes here. Obviously, Mercedes returned to AW Rampage, and obviously after Athena turned heel. There's not really been much build-up to this match. I've got to be honest, I'm not looking forward to this specifically but kind of dry your thoughts well it seems that uh, a f uh mercedes hasn't really lived up to her uh her end of the bargain in being the ring of honor women's world champion mm -hmm. and uh we all thought that it would be better to have given it off to uh um what's her name Serena the Dave. professor yeah, Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb, yep. Serena Deeb. I'm having more brain parts than ever these days. I tell you what, Bobby. Um, so, yeah, I think that it's uh, it's going to be uh, Athena because she's got that name recognizability. People know her as Ember Moon in WWE. So I think that it's, it's going to be a good push for her to move forward. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mr. Isaacs? Yeah, I went back and forth on this one quite a bit. Um but after giving it some additional consideration, I do think it's going to be Athena. 
just because Athena's on AEW. She's got the higher profile name. She's a former WWE star. And, you know, whether or not people want to admit it, that matters when you're trying to market a product to TV. <laughs> so I, I think Athena's going to go over here. Yep. Uh, Noob says Athena is winning only for Max Team Player to come back to ROH and win the title from a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, could be. Who knows? I mean, we'll start I seeing some of these stardom women come over. I want to see what they do. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Cause, uh, yeah, I think probably Athena as well. Mercedes obviously has been out injured for a while. I think. Obviously, she's been pushed now as a heel. So, yeah, I think Athena. So, are we all actually on the greens at the moment? It hasn't gotten hard yet. No, it hasn't. So, all for this next match, Mike, then. The ROH Pure Championship, Daniel Garcia versus Wheeler Yuta. Mr. Isaacs, obviously, the last time these faced, it was a pretty, pretty good match. So, what's your thoughts on the this one? These two guys work really well together. I'm excited to see this match. I do think this time it's going to go back to Wheeler Yuta. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're going to take it off Garcia, put it back on Wheeler Yuta. Uh, but I do think this is going to be the match of the night. I think this is going to be the barn burner that everybody's going to be talking about. But I'm picking Wheeler Yuta. Interesting. Uh, can I try? Well, it, to me, it doesn't make sense to play this back and forth game with the titles. You want it for me, now I'm giving it back to you. So it, to me, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to uh, <laughs> look at it. It's, it's Jim B. Long time, uh, listener, first time caller. There you go. There you um, go. Sorry, you were saying? But yeah, I don't think it makes sense to go back and forth. Uh, why even have the title on Garcia if you're just going to give it back to Yuta? Yeah. It's I, I, don't, I don't like this booking either. Like, it seems lazy. Um, See, I think they're uh, looking at this kind of like another best of seven style feud where they're going to just flip flop back and forth for a while. And look at this great series of matches these two are having with each other. You know, I, I think that's I'm, I'm, I'm giving this one to Garcia um, just because I don't think it makes sense to give it back to you. To... Mm, okay. I mean, I will be honest. This is one match where I was really, really torn. I was going back and forth, back and forth. So, but and I, I think Yuda, I think that putting it back on it may, might not make sense, it might be lazy booking, but I don't know. I just think that Wheeler's obviously just going to set this one okay. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you someone else's pick here, okay. Um, Dallas Branham, also, Ooh, has okay. yeah, interesting, his lock of the night. He calls it his wow. lock of the night. <laughs> Is that because he likes him, though? Or is that just typical Dallas? Well, so is he saying Garcia record, is you can't player? argue with his record. He's he's 11 and 1. So, is he saying Garcia? Yeah, he's saying Garcia. All right, well, interesting, interesting, right? So, Garcia, then. <laughs> if Dallas picks it, it's normally spot on. So, uh, right. So, next match is, and now I'm going to be honest, I'm looking forward to this one. It's Shane Taylor Promotions versus Swerving Eye Glory. Canada Dry, there's obviously a good backstory, obviously, with uh, Keith and obviously Shane, but what's your thoughts? Wow, this is a this is a tough one because uh, anytime you have a wrestler whose name is Swerve, you have a good chance for a swerve. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, Because uh, obviously at the last uh, pay-per-view of Full Gear, uh, Keith Lee walked out on Swerve, and somehow they patched things up. And now they're going against. Was this Keith Lee's old group, or was this Swerve's old group? I think it's Keith Lee's old group. I mean, I'm sure it is. I think there's more connection with Keith. I think Swerve yeah, just. So... <laughs> I don't remember when Keith Lee was even in Ring of Honor. Was he? No, I did. Um, I believe so. Um, probably there's obviously a big backstory to this, but. Yeah, for me, this is one of the matches where which one makes sense logically? Well, I'm shared? going with uh, Swerving Our Glory just because they have the bigger name and uh, um, maybe maybe after hmm. there's some sort of uh, shenanigans going on. Yeah, it's... I don't know. We shall definitely see, but I'm honestly still torn with this one, but off the top of my head, I'm just going to say Shane Taylor's promotions because I feel like, yeah, to me, if you're just going to get all the AEW superstars to win, 
it's going to be a boring pay-per-view because it's just going to be so predictable. So I think throwing some little curveballs in like that probably might be the most sense, from my opinion. So, yeah, I'm saying Shane Taylor's promotions. So, yeah. Anything else to want to add up? Or should we go into the next match? I got to go. What? Uh, I've, oh. I've got to do my prediction here. Sorry, oh, go ahead. Like, We thought you were leaving us. <laughs> no, I got to get out of here, guys. I'm leaving. Bye. No, no. Um, I always liked Shane Taylor's work. I always thought he was good. He was always kind of a underutilized talent, in my opinion, that not a lot of people talked about. Um, I think the only way that Shane Taylor promotions wins is if we see a swerve here and uh, Strickland turns on the Keith Lee. But I don't think that's going to happen tonight, though. I think they're going to continue teasing it for a while. I'm going to go with Swerve on our glory. Interesting, interesting. JP says that could go either way. Keith Lee was Shane Taylor's called the Pretty Boy Killers. Oh, okay. Pretty Thank you for claiming that up. Nice. So, yeah, um, it's. I think that's going to be one of the matches where it could go either way. I mean, as Mr. Isaac says there, I think if we get a Swerve, pun intended, I think then, yeah, we, it's one of them. We shall definitely see. So, right, next match is... Samoa Joe versus Juice Robinson for the ROH World TV Championship. I'll start with obviously Canada around this. Your thoughts and your build and we pick him. Well, uh, this this had no build for it. This uh, Juice Robinson versus uh, uh, Samoa Joe. So uh, I'm, I'm going with Joe straight off the bat because it just doesn't make sense for for him to lose it, especially he's in this feud with Wardlow. He's the king of TV, and then you give it to this other random guy. Um, <laughs> that being said, is Juice Robinson going to be a Ring of Honor guy coming up? Who knows? Who knows? Um, I mean, he's still doing he work with New Japan, so I don't know. Does he fit in with the regular AEW crew, or does he look more like a Ring of Honor guy? Isn't he signed to AEW, though, now? Yeah, he is. He is. But yeah. where would you put him, AEW or Ring of Honor? Because you can put him either place, right? For me personally, I'm gonna to have to say Ring of Honor. I feel like he'd fit in more there. But uh, Mr. Isaac, your thoughts? Yeah, I, I got to go with Samoa Joe. Here. <laughs> um, I, I think he's the star. I think he's one of those guys that are gonna to try to build Ring of Honor around. Um, uh, Juice Robinson just seems like a guy who's kind of thrown in here. He's a very, very talented dude. I like Juice Robinson quite a bit, but uh, yeah, I got to go with Samoa Joe on this one. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like he doesn't have? as much charisma as his name does. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it, 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 he gets pretty good reactions from like the new Japan strong crowd. That's like seen him for years and knows who he is. But a lot of AEW regulars don't watch new Japan and they have no idea who juice Robinson, <laughs> who has the funniest nickname in all of wrestling rock hard juice Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> what did JB say? Can you, if we see that again? Yeah, coach come. He said, do, do, do. Apple juice Robinson loses. Everyone knows a good cup of Joe always beats a glass of juice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a cup of Joe. Depends yes, on if you're vitamin deficient. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. But yeah, I'm, I, I can't see. Rick Hager rock hard too before? Wasn't he being called that? I don't remember. I thought he no. was rock hard. But I know just Robinson calls himself rock hard because I, I literally just watched an episode of Strong this morning on New Japan World. And he was introduced as Rock Hard Juice Robinson. I'm like, huh, that's a catchy name. I remember Hager being called that um, for his his MMA fights. He might have. I don't know. I'd have to go back. It's been a while since I've seen his Bellator fights. Yeah, he's not really called uh, the Big Hurt anymore in uh, AEW. It's kind of just disappeared. Yeah, he has that god awful music of "I got him hurt, I got him hurt." Like, <laughs> but now he's, he should be like, "I got a purple hat, I got a purple hat." Over the hat. <laughs> Over the hat. I want to hear that. Uh, name, uh, oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> you just know that's going to be on for sale in the next couple of weeks or so. Isn't it? It's going to be. Yeah, the AEW shop's going to have a purple bucket hat. They're going it's got, to. It's got to do does, any it, does it have like a, a Jake Hager logo on it or something? <laughs> or is it just how it is? What if it said Suffer and Succotash? That would be pretty fun. <laughs> well, you uh, almost have to change the hat in AEW to make it more of a 
a promotional sort of hat. You know what I mean? And not just yeah, we have to put like an AEW logo or Jericho Appreciation Society. Or yeah, you kind of have to make an adjustment yeah. for for sales because like anyone can just grab a purple hat and I got it from. Them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I have like the AEW like thing. Do you know, like in, in the in a thing of it, probably. I mean, that's probably the best one I can come yeah. up with. I, I thought about buying one. I found one off Amazon, a cheap purple bucket hat. I thought about buying one and wearing it to Dynamite next month if I get to go. If you uh, buy that hat every time you're on on this on this, this channel, just wear it. Yeah, so JP's yeah. So JP's just clear this up for us. Uh, Hager's MMA name is Rock Hard as well. So, yes, that's what I thought. I thought it was there. Yeah. See, it's not all just brain farts up here. There's some real stuff. I was about to tell you to lay off that non-alcoholic ginger ale. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> uh, yeah, all of it. All of it is non-alcoholic. Uh, uh, for the people at home, uh, Liam used to think that uh, <laughs> ginger ale was an alcoholic drink. He's like, I, I don't drink, man. I don't drink. <laughs> yes. I, thing is, I did, and he's not even lying. Because I asked him on the show, I said, have you ever tried ginger ale? Do you know what it's like? And he's like, I, I don't drink. No, you said you, you called didn't. Me you tried Canada Dry. Dry. <laughs> See, I think what the name the name Canada Dry threw him off because the dry part is just like, oh. It's yeah. It yeah, really, yeah. Yeah. It really, dry is it like an alcoholic beverage term. Yeah. yeah. It completely threw me. So, but you know, hey, I'm. It's all good. We learn things on the show, Liam. There you go. This show magic goes. wrestling. We learn things. There you go. We this show is very, as, as we always say, it's very, very educational. So we need the knowledge of power thing to pop up now, but we don't have that on the show. <laughs> yes, we haven't got that. That's on a separate show. So, but anyway, yeah. let's get on to obviously our next match Blake Christensen and Air Fox versus Drac. Will somebody please tell me how you said that? Drac Lister? I fucking know. I'm struggling here. <laughs> Mr. Isaac, your thoughts? Because this obviously this got thrown like at the last minute. I... Is this not in the zero hour show or this is part of the regular show? This is part of the regular show. Yeah, I I did not know that this was a match that was happening. Uh, I don't know who Roosh's partner is. He's the, There's like a million luchadors that use that almost exact same mask of Sin Cara. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what that looks like it looks like another Sinkara mask but I know Roosh is kind of a star so I'm going to go with that team I'm going to go with Roosh's team yeah uh, kind of dry can I see the 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 that one Blake Christian he's an ugly son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> He's mostly okay, a GCW and uh, indie guy. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, um, uh, Roosh's team there. Yeah, I think Roland agrees here. Roosh's team, obviously. We've obviously recently seen AR Fox. It's pretty good. Blake Christensen, it rings a bell, that name. I cannot think why. He mostly wrestles in, um, he wrestles <laughs> a lot in GCW uh, and Independence. Uh, he's done some New Japan strong work, too. He's just kind of that, I mean, he's a good wrestler. He kind of does the you know flippy indie style, but it's not bad. It's pretty good. Now every time AR Fox is discussed on this channel, we have to get Mr. Isaacs to say that special line. Where's Candy, man? Candy had to go. <laughs> uh, if, if, if I'm gonna have to send Liam a link to uh to read a description of uh that particular <laughs> video because <laughs> does he funny. know? Does he know what we're talking about? I've never had a conversation with him about it, so I don't know. I would assume not. So just to kind of give a PG rundown here, Liam, Mm -hmm. AR Fox did a uh, video uh, kind of of the uh, more adult variety uh, with other men. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) there was a scene in it where he was like tricked because he wanted to get with this girl named Candy, right? Okay. And, um, you know, he's like, yeah, I, I want to get with Candy. And then uh, he was blindfolded and matched with someone that he thought was Candy. And then when he found out the truth, he was a little upset. And the guy was like, eh, you know, Candy had to go. What what, what can you do? Oh, dear. 
I, uh, I have no words on that one. I literally <laughs> have no words. Oh, dear. I'm so glad it's past seven o'clock. Oh, that is brought to you by Mr. Isaac. Tune in next week. What will he say? No idea. Do you know about the start, story kind of dry? I did. I did. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we just, I threw this out in like one of the chats one night when we were talking about Dynamite the night he debuted. And I was surprisingly the only person there that knew of this, but this was like a big thing on the internet a few years ago. I mean, of course this was like 2014, so it's kind of old news at this point, but uh, and, uh, we got more descriptive on Dynamite after dark. Yeah. We, 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 we opened things up a little more there. <laughs> Right, I need to go back and watch some episodes to find that because that is brilliant. So uh. even JFB likes the joke. Like he even gets in on it and says, Candy had to go. Uh, <laughs> that is brilliant. And when Dallas didn't know this, so he, he quickly got on the Google. <laughs> For a second, I thought this was Bobby Fish's joke of the week. <laughs> uh, that's what yeah. we need to do bobby fish joke of the week needs to incorporate ar fox next week you need to get yeah. out on that if uh, we could have an ar fox joke yeah. of the week maybe somewhere down there <laughs> i ain't touching that one no, i'm not touching it <laughs> can you say demonetization <laughs> yes we can yes we can uh, so. i ain't touching uh, that one pal there you go right so we obviously got a few more matches next up we've got Dalton Castle and Du Bois versus oh, Gates boy. of Ag- uh, versus Gates of Agony and Brian Cage for the ROH World Six Man Tag Team Championships. I thought Brian Cage was part of the Gates of Agony, like the whole thing, or is this just the tag team? I have no idea. No, Brian. Uh, Brian is part of Gates of Agony. Okay, so why don't they just put Gates of Agony as a whole thing, not just Gates of Agony and Brian Cage? Mister Isaac, help me out on this one. Well. I'm not sure what the uh, official allegiance is here, but I think Dalton Castle and the boys are going to retain because Dalton Castle's awesome, and I think he's going to be one of the guys in uh, Ring of Honor if they keep him around there. That's going to be a star. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Hey, kind of dry. Can you put the image up again? There you go. You see how nice. The magic of wrestling logo goes against Brian Cage's head. Isn't that nice? <laughs> is that because it hides his bald head? It's, I don't know. It looks so good. The uh, side of his head is bald. The side of his head turns. Yes, it goes along with it. Sets <laughs> off the logo. Mask. But yeah, um, I really think that uh, Brian Cage needs something like this. Um, yeah. He needs he needs something to actually say he's he's a star still, and I think this will get his momentum going. Um, I think Dalton Castle would be best served as a singles wrestler more because he's got he's got some star power. So I think moving him on to something else would be cool. Yeah, um, I thought the Gates of Agony is going to take this as we both just mentioned there. I think Brian Cage does need some. He's obviously he's obviously lost in obviously the AEW shuffle. It came back at the last pay-per-view for Ring of Honor. I can't remember exactly which one it was. Um, and I think something like this will probably elevate him a little bit. Moving forward, though, do you think it would be more part of uh, Ring of Honor or stick with AEW? Brian Cage? Yes. I think he I think he will be uh, mainly Ring of Honor. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Isaacs? I, I think he's mostly going to be Ring of Honor. Yeah. And I think that's probably where he should be. And and you <laughs> think we talked about this on the trade, uh, the draft, the draft uh, show. Do you think that Brian Cage will be with AEW much longer after his contract comes out at the end of the year? I, for me personally, I think he'll end up going to WWE. I just think he fits that mold. But over that and Ring of Honor, where would he go beside that? Really? I guess he could go to New Japan, I suppose. They like the big guys. They do. Yeah. Yeah. They like big American monsters to make them heels. Like they like that. Yeah, could be. Uh, Mr. Isaac, what do you think, Brian Cage? Uh, I, I think he would fit in like a glove at WWE. I, I really do. Um, it just depends on how he's utilized here. If they send him to Ring of Honor and they make him kind of a Ring of Honor star. Maybe he'll stay around there for a little while, but 
I would anticipate he'll probably try his hand at WWE. You would think, though, that he would fit more in Vince's WWE than the current model, right? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, but at the same time, I, I still think that because Kevin Dunn's still there and he has influence. Bruce Pritchard's still there. He has influence. I, I, I think that the networks that work with WWE like to see bigger guys because I think yeah. the general fan wants to see that and identifies that as wrestling. So I think they're going to try to keep some of the bigger guys around for that purpose to provide that aesthetic that the network's going to want to see. Yeah, interesting. But the thing is, though, with Brian Cage, though, obviously if he goes to WWE, will he get lost in the shuffle like some of us, the big guys have? Possibly. Yeah, I mean, it just depends on how they use them. You know, if they shove them down in NXT and just, you know, have them bully around some green underdeveloped guys, then, yeah, he's probably going to get lost in the shuffle. Uh, but if they put him on the main roster and they find a solid storyline for him to get around. Well, that's the thing is when when you're in this position, uh, Brian Cage, he say, listen, I've got an offer from Tony Khan. I've got an offer from New Japan. What are you going to do with me if I go to WWE? Like you can have a little bit of power negotiating that, right? Yeah, possibly. It depends on if they think you're uh, that valuable of a name or not. Now, I think Cody could do that with no problem, and he did. Uh, if Brian Cage started, like, you know, demanding to know what they're going to do with him, I don't know. I mean, it just depends. Depends on who he's talking to. Well, it depends to, what's probably. on your plate, right? You can you can counter off. Yeah. New Japan wants me. Tony Khan still wants me. Like, are you going to use me on the main roster? Like, I don't want to really go to NXT. So, like, And then there's an the option, too, that he might end up back to Mexico. I mean, he's a Lucha star. You know, he's, he's worked in AAA a lot over the years. Maybe he'll yeah, go he back could end up back in AAA, yeah. To be fair, I never actually thought of that. That's probably it is another option for him, but we shall definitely see. But one way or another, he's, so, he's, he's married to Melissa Santos. His life is good. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, <laughs> right, we've got two big matches next. Next up, we have the Briscoes versus FTR for the ROH World Tag Team Championships in a double dog collar match. Now, obviously, we don't know what dog collar matches. I've I never done a dog. Dare you to double. Collar match. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Yep. So obviously, I've never. First thing on this one is what the hell is a double dog collar match? I'll start Mr. Isaacs on this one. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if for anybody out there who's not seen a dog collar match before, um, or maybe the only one you've seen is the, the Brody Lee Cody one from early AEW days, go back. And I went and watched this last night because I know we mentioned this on a podcast last weekend. Go back to the very first Starcade on Peacock or the WWE Network and watch the dog collar match between Roddy Piper and Greg the Hammer Valentine. It was bloody. It was brutal. Now, I was talking about this on Dynamite After Dark. Was this this, uh, Mid-South or what was this? Was this Portland? Uh, well, Piper was part of the Portland territory, but this was on a Starcade event, which, which was okay, all NWA really- collectively at Starcade. So this yeah. is an NWA uh, Jim Crockett promotion sort of thing. It was from Starcade One, yeah. Okay, which was awesome, and it, that was a great match. I would recommend That's anybody. That's right. You, 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 you uh, wrote in in the comments and and on last show and said it was from Starcade. That's right. Yep. Yeah, but I, I thought it was great, and I think this match is going to be great too. Uh, I kind of went back and forth on it. I didn't know. I was like, are they going to keep job of the Briscoes to these guys? Are they going to put the titles on the Briscoes at some point? I don't think right now they're going to. I think it's going to be FTR still. But I think this is going to be a fantastic, brutal match. And I think there's going to be some blood in it. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of dry. Well, the funny thing is, do you really need to call it a double dog collar match? (laughs) Can you just call it a dog collar match? Obviously, it's like you don't need to say... What if they had like a giant dog collar that was like the size of like a bull mastiff? And they put it around both guys on one team, so they share a dog collar. And wouldn't it be a quad <laughs> dog collar match if it's just four people in it, not a double? <laughs> so they're, they're, they're it'd be a up. double if they got a massive size one. That would be right. kind of fun. See them smush together trying to wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> but this is going to be, uh, this is going to be a show. This is going to be a. Uh, one of the the all-time greats. Um, I think FTR is easily winning this. You picked FTR? 
Yeah, you did. I did. Um, I did. Yeah, I, I, I see FTR winning this. And uh, I think that uh, uh, you can't really have uh, the Briscoe boys, the Briscoe brothers, them boys uh, on TBS or TNT because it's just, it doesn't work because of past comments. So uh, unless they have a separate TV deal that's cool with that, um, I don't see them winning the title anytime soon. Yeah, they're not going to be on TV. Which is ironic because I had Nick Gage on and he robbed a bank. (laughs) Right? (laughs) That is true. So it's it's kind of strange that they're drawing the line on a Briscoe comment from 10 years ago. So you can rob a bank. (laughs) You can like slice someone's neck with a pizza cutter. Almost with a condom's head side by side. <laughs> that was yeah, so yeah, brilliant. What was the, uh, who was it? Uh, David Arquette, he almost killed him? Yeah, 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 he gigged David Arquette's neck and like David Arquette flinched. I mean, I actually watched that event, that GCW event. Oh, that was scary, man. That was brutal. But uh, that was also on uh, the, uh, the documentary about uh, David Arquette. Did you see that one? I have not. Yes, it's pretty much about him deciding he wants to be a real pro wrestler after his WCW championship run, and it's it's great. Get a chance. Yeah, he had a pretty decent indie run. I mean, the guy's not bad in the ring now. He's really not. Well, the rumor was that that he he's actually Serpentico. (laughs) Can you just imagine that? That would be so. Maybe he's this dude with the Sin Cara mask that's teaming with Rouge. Possibly. But yeah, I think I think it's definitely FTR, and uh, mm-hmm. it's, it should be interesting. So I was obviously torn with this match as well because obviously FTRs won the past two. We know what Tony Khan's booking's like when it comes to the third match. I was originally going to say the Briscoes, but listening to you guys comment, I think FTR as well. It the problem is though, would it be fair to obviously? Keep job on the uh, Briscoes too. FTR. That was the only well, thing. You say the word job. Me. You say the word job, and it's it's not really a job if you're putting on a show. But yeah, I suppose you. Like mm-hmm. it's all about putting on a show and making the most entertaining match possible. They don't care uh, a lot of times about who wins as 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 much as. Um you put on the best possible show. If you remember WrestleMania three, it was uh Ricky Steamboat who won the intercontinental title from macho man. And uh, Ricky rolled them up into a small package. And as this is going on, macho man whispers to him, we did it, Ricky, we did it. Like he, he was just as excited losing the belt as he was winning. That's an old school heel philosophy. A lot of old school heels loved losing because they were real storytellers and they enjoyed capping off a story by putting over the baby face. And I think a lot of times we're not as smart marks as we think we are because we have that we have that fan in us still and we're like, "Well, yeah. I want him to win." But we so we're <laughs> kind of like in between. Yeah, no, I, I... I think you've said that pretty pretty well. So, yeah, I think FTR on that one. So we've got one more match. Now, this has caused so much debate between me and Canada Dry. It's, of course, the world t- the ROH World title, Chris Jericho versus Claudio Castagnoli. I've got to be honest, I am still torn with this match. Uh, I'll start with you, Canada Dry. Your thoughts? No, we're going to start with Mr. Isaacs. That's who we're going to start with. Okay, Mr. Isaacs. <laughs> You know, I was kind of torn on this one as well, but I do think that if Tony Khan is trying to get a television deal for Ring of Honor and he could promote pro wrestling legend and former WWE champion Chris Jericho as the Ring of Honor champion, I think that helps quite a bit. And I think for that reason alone, Jericho is going over here. Interesting. Oh, right. So I, I also agree with that statement, but I needed uh, to hear from the F and expert <laughs> because he's an expert and, you know, you want to you want to get some expert opinions here. But, yeah, I, I really believe that that that's that's key because uh, uh, while while Castanoli is a, is a still a pretty big WWE name, 
it also doesn't make sense just giving the belt back to him. It's just like, what was the whole point of this Jericho run? Is like, eh. and Jericho's uh, a much I, bigger name, a bigger star than Castanoli. I mean, sorry, oh, he's, he's, he's huge. Uh, <laughs> Dancing with the Stars, The Mass Singer. You know, he even had a game show for a while. Uh, did he? I don't. Yes, remember where, that. where stuff would roll off the roof, and you had to guess the price before it rolled off the roof. <laughs> <laughs> That I sounds ludicrous. Well, it sounds like something he probably would have done. Yeah, it was Jericho as the host. And he wasn't going to be a wrestler anymore. Yeah, but it, that that show didn't last long. But anyways, um, uh, yeah, I I really think that it, Chris Jericho um, makes sense. And uh, it, BCC doesn't really have uh, William Regal anymore. What do they re- really need to rename themselves? I think they're going to disband. Yeah. Interesting. And so, so like if you have if you have uh Castanoli part of the Jericho appreciation appreciation side, you can have a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Jericho says he actually is a really good sports entertainer, and it's true. Castanoli is a fun, fun wrestler when he gets to be goofy. Yeah, I mean I think one way or another we can look at it this way. I feel like the feud with obviously the BCC and the GAS will end tonight at some point. Either way. Either way, but if that means obviously Claudio going to JAS, I don't know. I mean, I originally did say Claudio, but again, you guys have kind of twisted me arm. We think- are messing with your mind. You are definitely messing with my mind. We're getting in the magician's head. It's not good. It's not good. But you know... <sighs> I've had people messing with my mind for like over 48 hours on this. I've been messaging people like, what, what, what do you think? What are your picks? And I'm like, everyone's picks are different. And I'm like, they're so all over the place. I'm just like, Oh my goodness. No one's going to do amazing on this. <laughs> would you say it's when it comes to predictions, obviously we're a big part of the prediction league community. Would you say ROH shows are harder to predict? Absolutely. Because, um, it's just like you don't know who who who's the more favored guy. Um, what I do like about these shows, it kind of reminds me about the early days of AEW before the TV deal, and you're yeah. just kind of discovering it. It's kind of got that same sort of feel. Well, remember they had those uh, they had those special one off Bleacher Report live shows <laughs> when they first started. So they had like one or two or three. It was just Fight like, for the Fallen was was a free one. Yeah, Fight for the Fallen, and uh, they had a couple others too. They were like the first ever AEW like non-pay-per-view events, and they were just little Bleacher Report live events. It just kind of felt like almost little independent standalone TV shows, which is kind of what this sounds uh, But you remember like how, how like you had, you had the librarian on there. You had what was this? <laughs> Those Chinese wrestlers, what were they called? Uh, yeah, the, the guy from uh, God, Strong Arts. His name. Yeah, Strongheart and them. But yeah, they they, they like they, they wouldn't make the AEW roster today. <laughs> no, no, no. Because like Cody had that affiliation with that Chinese wrestling promotion, and uh, so Sema. Yeah, that was the guy's yeah. name I was trying to think of that wrestled Sema. quite a bit on those early AEW cards. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the roster now and look at it back then, it's completely different i mean don't get me you still got your right obviously your regulars you still got someone who's been there since day one i mean i'm talking like kip Sabian as an example do you know what i mean obviously all your big names are coming but you still got like an undercard is that probably the right way of saying it i don't know i mean they had like joey janela and like a main event with kenny omega <laughs> yeah it's the thing it's I like- mean, with all due respect to joey janela i mean it he's far below kenny omega but it was a good match. They had a ladder match. It was it was interesting. It was pretty brutal. And then you also had him with John Moxley uh, with Janela as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, right. So obviously that wraps up the uh, matches. Kind of dry. Do you want to tell everybody what we've got coming up for the rest of the week? Okay, so we have right after uh, Ring of Honor final battle, we got Ring of Honor after dark. So. Uh, I don't know if it'll be dark here on the West in Vancouver, um, but it'll be dark in the East. So we're going to go with that. Um, And then tomorrow, 
we have the all-time AFW Fantasy Draft. Uh, and you guys are both going to be on this show, right? That's correct. That is correct. So, so we will be drafting uh, to an AFW roster. That's our, our prediction league, but we're going to make it pretend it's a real league. Uh, and we're going to be drafting the all-time legends and all-time greats like Roddy Piper, like Bret Hart, um, like Greg DeHammer Valentine. Uh, so that's exciting. We all, we're, we have great time with these draft shows. So, uh, And then uh, we, we have a New Year's uh, special coming up, and that's on the 1st. And we will be doing the Finger Awards. And these will be going out to the best uh, of the best. So it's kind of our year in review show. The Finger Awards. Nice. Oh, I should come up with that name because that is really funny. Well, it's our logo. <laughs> yeah. No one knows there, pal. No, I, well, I, never, I never know. Sorry. This, I'm just, I'm just this checking. is the innocent middle finger of all effing wrestling. Okay? There you go. There you go. Right. So obviously we'll start wrapping stuff up. Uh, Mr. Isaac, you're going to tell everybody about the mailbox. Yes. The magic of wrestling at outlook.com. Please send us an email with your question. Wrestling related not wrestling related. If you want to know what Liam likes to have for breakfast over there in the Jolly UK, you can ask that question. Uh, I will make him answer it. I promise you. If you uh, want to find out what Jeremy's favorite popsicle is, let him know. Yes. If you want to know what my favorite flavor popsicle is, please write in and ask. Uh, we plan on doing an entire mailbag show once a month. I'll probably put up a Facebook thread as well in the group just to solicit for some questions. Uh, I'm looking for these to be very entertaining. So, Send us what you got. There you go. There you go. And that pretty much obviously wraps the show up. Don't forget, you can head to fmwrestling.com. You can find all our social medias on there. Right, right at the very bottom. There you go. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Have we have we expanded anywhere else since the last last spoke? Anyway? Yeah. No. We're on, the, <laughs> we're, we're on the three main things, right? That's good enough for us. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. There you go. And obviously, you can also head to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash effing wrestling. You can buy yourself a Magic of Wrestling shirt, which I've got on. You can buy an all effing wrestling shirt, which kind of the dry has got on. Um, we've got loads of shirts, and we've got shirts coming everywhere. We, yep. yep. <laughs> and we've got, uh, and if you like old school wrestling, um, you can uh, go to Pro Wrestling Tees forward slash Adrian Adonis. Adrian Adonis. Beautiful middle finger shirt that he's holding up uh that we are able to take a black and white photo and colorize it so that's kind of cool there you go there you go right mr isaacs any final words from you uh no i'm looking forward to a good show and uh i wish you guys luck with uh the after dark show and uh can't wait for tomorrow gonna have some good picks it's gonna be a fantastic program absolutely kind of dry any final words from you um just Remember to just keep fighting. It's a tough world out there. There you go. There you go. Don't forget to enjoy Ring of Honor, guys. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And I'll see you all in the next one. Magic Man out. <laughs>